Do you have a dysregulated child at home that you're at your wits end? You don't know how to help them. Maybe you've tried medications. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you're thinking about it. Well, stop. I've got all the resources you need. And this is the first in a series all about self-regulation to help parents like you and me help their kids thrive. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today is the first in my series all about self-regulation. This is the key to helping your child's brain, body be regulated so that way they can be focused, they can be happier, and you can reduce stress at home. So let's dive in. This is It's Going to Be Okay with Dr. Roseanne, and we are talking about what is self-regulation, why is self-regulation so important for learning, attention, and healing. There is nothing that we need more than our nervous system to self-regulate. And, you know, there's so many people who wind up coming to me because they've spent years being dysregulated or their child's been dysregulated and they feel like nothing has worked. And that is because it's a dysregulated nervous system. And if you're interested in working one-on-one with me, you can go to drrosia.com forward slash help. But we're going to talk about the basics of self-regulation. What is self-regulation, right? So it's an ability to control one's emotions, thoughts, and behaviors to any external stimuli. It doesn't have to be what we perceive as a stressor. Our body just has to perceive it as that. And our brain has to perceive it as that. And once we are dysregulated and we sort of have that sympathetic dominance in our nervous system, it just becomes pretty common where you're going to become more dysregulated. The more regulated you are, the more regulated you are. The more dysregulated you are, the more dysregulated you are. So let's talk about child development, self-regulation, and of course, how self-regulation develops in the brain. And so our kids... You hear me talking about co-regulation and sharing your calm all the time for a reason, but it starts with them co-regulating off of us. And then it leads to what is the stimuli in the environment? How are we teaching them about problem solving? We're going to be talking a lot in this self-regulation series because I have put together not just, you know, the basics and understanding what self-regulation is, because you do need to understand so that you can help yourself, your child, or even your employee as I do more and more work with employees. But how does it develop in the brain, right? It's through those experiences. And when we find ways to calm our nervous system, our nervous system will be much calmer and everybody needs good coping skills. That's how we become stress slayers. And when we are in environments that are chaotic or has a lot of dysregulation in it, our nervous systems have a much harder time. But some kids... Some individuals have neurodivergence where their nervous system is uh, prone to overstimulation or even understimulated stimulation. So we have, you know, when it comes to regulation, we always think about is somebody calm or are they agitated? But really in the brain, it's understimulation or overstimulation. And understimulation can look like somebody with a learning and processing problem, somebody who says, huh, and what? Somebody who doesn't meet 
deadlines, whether it's at school or work, you know, who is not responsive in, you know, relationships of any kind. And then, of course, we have the overstimulated brain is what we think of, like somebody who's irritated, angry and quick to fly off the handle and emotional. Our environment plays a big part, as I talked about, in how our nervous system regulates. But it also is that environment and what we feel and what we learn is what helps us to learn how to self-regulate. And we're going to talk a lot more in this series about all the ways to support a regulated nervous system. And we're even going to talk about how to calm a dysregulated child because that's what people want. So let's talk about signs of dysregulated children, right? Like how do we know, right? So there are many signs, right? There could be frequent tantrums, or meltdowns. I think that's what we always think about, you know, when we have like a toddler with a lot of patience for, for our little kids and they have tantrums and meltdowns typically because they're disappointed. They didn't get what they want and they might be just having difficulty calming down. Right. And we think about that as being the height of dysregulation, which I think it is. And then we have lots of intolerance for young adults, teens, adults who are overly emotional, very reactive. Um, and I think we're seeing that in this pandemic world, right? We want to say post-pandemic, but it's the pandemic world. We're seeing a lot of people who are dysregulated and they're sort of stuck there, right? We also might see impulsive behavior, right? That's that overstimulated child or nervous system. And, but it also can be an understimulated nervous system, which is surprising for people because when there's understimulation, some people try to turn on their motor activity. And that's where you might see some of this impulsiveness. And impulsiveness doesn't have to just be putting hands on people or those kind of things. Like we always think about kids that can't stop touching people could be verbal impulsivity, could be difficulty in transitioning. Kids or individuals with dysregulation struggle with social interactions. And these difficulties can show up, of course, at school. Sometimes they're not actually engaging. Sometimes they're the kid that nobody wants to engage with. And at work, they can be that person that, oh, please don't put that person on my team. Maybe they are verbally impulsive. Maybe they don't get it. Maybe they're not taking perspective. And social interaction difficulties are common when somebody's dysregulated. I mean, it makes sense, right? And I do think social is one of the most important things that we don't talk enough about because kids really need good social skills. So we also see problems with inconsistent attention and concentration. So a dysregulated nervous system is not either going to be capable of learning at all, or they're going to be poor learners. And so when we have a dysregulated nervous system, it could be the result of a lot of things. It could be situational stressors. It could be compounded stressors. It could be uh, genetics. It could be a lot of things. And these kids, these individuals often get diagnosed as ADHD. It's part of one of the reasons why I had more adults come to me for the first time looking for an ADD diagnosis. And really, honestly, with no history and during the pandemic, and really, honestly, most of them were um, stress, stress-related focus problems. So we want to think about why is that dysregulation? The symptoms are a clue, but they may not be, in the case of attention, why does it have to be ADHD? Hopefully, I got you aha moment on that. 
So overreactions to small problems, very classic sign for some individuals, especially when their nervous system is in that sympathetic dominant state and everything feels like too much, right? These individuals have difficulty transitioning. Some of that, as I mentioned earlier, is due to impulse control. But sometimes it's just because they're struggling. We may see extreme mood swings. We may see difficulty following instructions. We also very commonly see with a dysregulated nervous system sleep problems. And those sleep problems could be getting to sleep, staying asleep, or waking up. And whether you're on that over or under-stimulated nervous system, wherever you are, or some combination of both, it can show up in any of those ways. And I see this so commonly with both kids and adults. Whenever somebody's dysregulated, it's, it's almost like I can't imagine they're sleeping. You know, sleep problems at whatever developmental you know, stage you are in your life from young child to elderly can show up and there might be a different source for it. But also that dysregulation of the nervous system in and of itself could be the source. Hey parents, looking to turn those stressful days into moments of calm focus? Well, that's exactly why I created Neurotastic Multimag Brain Formula. It's the brain booster that helps kids and parents stay centered and sharp. It's not magic, it's science, and it's just a spoonful away. Bring the balance with Neurotastic. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium to get special subscribe and save discounts with, of course, amazing gifts. DrRoseanne.com forward slash magnesium. Just know there's many reasons why, and there can be compounded reasons. There could be multiple reasons going on. So certainly challenges and the academic performance is a big thing we see with dysregulated kids. If their brain isn't regulated and they don't have what we call response control, they're not controlling their responses, then we're going to see inconsistencies in learning that's going to show up in the academic setting, that's going to show up at work. We often see easily that they are easily frustrated and don't have a whole lot of patience for anything or anybody. If something isn't easy for them, despite being intelligent, they may be quick to ignite or discontinue the task. Really interferes with performance in a variety of settings, including home, right? Um, and I think when I think about dysregulation and signs of dysregulation, sensory overload is one of the greatest signs of a dysregulated nervous system. And, you know, we often think that is the reason, only reason why somebody's dysregulating. So you have a sensory processing problem, so you dysregulate. But a dysregulated nervous system has sensory processing problems. We got to think about it the other way, right? And then you have to say, what's the root cause? What's the source? Why is this happening? And even though we often only talk about genetics, as you hear me talk about, because Farmer wants us to think, there's only one reason. It is neurotransmitters. There are many reasons. And I know that when I work one-to-one -one with people, we get check under the hood. We use brain maps. We use brain checks. Um, and you go to drrosanne.com forward slash help. And what we do is really figure out what's going on. 
you know, what are all these reasons why this is happening? Is this situational stressor? Is the brain stuck and why? Of course it's stuck. We just have to figure out why and get to those solutions. So today we dove into what is self-regulation? What are, you know, some of the signs and symptoms and how important it is to understand those signs and symptoms and always, you know, put your detective hat on. Think about, you know, keep a journal. These are the behaviors I'm seeing because we can't always connect to those sources of those behaviors if we aren't trying to be logical. And of course, as parents, you are going to be triggered by having a kid who's easily triggered or not engaging. I hope this was helpful. Please continue to listen to this amazing series because I know that, you know, when people join our Facebook group, which you can go to drrosanne.com forward slash group, it is literally always in the top reasons why people are joining is kids are showing dysregulated behaviors. We have a bunch of resources, not just our, you know, brain behavior reset program, but I also have our neurotastic multi-mag brain formula. You can go to drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium. And we have a bunch of, we have our calm brain community. We have a bunch of resources that are coming for parents wherever they are so that they can get the best information and as always actionable tools, tips, and resources that you can use and create change for your child, family, home, wherever it is. Parenting is hard and there are so many ups and downs. And I hope today you gained some insight as to, you know, what happens when a brain is understimulated and overstimulated and what those behaviors can look like so you can get the right support for your child and know that it's going to be okay when you take one step towards natural solutions. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home, school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E, A-N-N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at.